Good evening. Welcome to the Hourglass with Isabella. I'm here with Mr. Daniel. Hello. And tonight we're going to be discussing Orange is the New Black. A fairly not recent TV show, actually. No, not at all. How many seasons does it have? I believe there are seven seasons of it. Right. But because of this whole pandemic thing, and it's not just me, a lot of my friends agree, they've been looking for new things to watch and really delve into and binge as a show. So I took the decision upon myself, because I'd always wanted to. All my friends said, this show is amazing for many years, and you should watch this. And I thought, well, why not? I've got all the time in the world on my hands now. So we got into it. What, what do we think? Well, so we've only been watching it for yeah, what, we're like right in the two, beginning. two, three days. So we're we're only we're not even done with season one. I don't think. No, I think I think we're probably like nine episodes in. I mean, I, I will say this: I, I definitely, I definitely get why people enjoy it. Oh, it's it's incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. Like, here's what I love about it: I think it's the, it's this whole other world, right? And it's something that you wouldn't often think about in your life. What would happen if I was in jail, right? And hopefully, for most of our lessons, it will be something you never have to think about. But what I like about this particular protagonist in it, the girl, she's a very average, unassuming girl. And she got in there, you know, drug-related stuff, but it's, like, not an unbelievable story. And it turns out, as a well, fact, Not only is real. it not unbelievable, it's yeah. actually true. It's actually a true story. And likewise, the boyfriend, he wrote the articles and stuff, he was real as well. And it got me interested in researching prison culture, as well, specifically for women. I didn't do research. I'm sure it's a whole different deal for guys as well. But I learned some really interesting things. What is you... the most interesting thing you've learned? So, do you know they make wine, or they call it pruno or alcohol wine? It's actually more like moonshine. They make their own alcohol in jail. Did you know that? I, I, in the prisons? I, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. So, basically, what they do is from, they call it like the chow hall, which is like the cafeteria, they'll take old fruit and stuff. And they'll put it all in a trash bag, a plastic bag, and then they get something like yeast. They'll take some bread, again, from a cafeteria, and they end up making this kind of alcoholic mixture in this bag. And it takes... Here's the trick with it, because the prison guards and stuff come around, they have these bunk checks and things, is it takes several days to create this kind of mixture. And it used to be called toilet toilet wine oh. right as well as with it they actually make it in a toilet no I, I thought about that too that's why i had to do more research <laughs> i needed to know apparently they would take the plastic bags and they put them in the toilet to prevent them hopefully from being found oh, during the checks I see. I see. however apparently in a lot of the other prisons they now have shared bathrooms so you can't really do that you don't have your own toilet which is horrific when you think about it alone but what they do instead now is they'll take it down to the laundry and stuff and they hide it behind things yeah, in the laundry room. I'm, I'm sure way, at the end of the day there's plenty of places to hide things. Right, and... but let, let's say they do get found, no one has to be like charged with possession, right. which is really important to protect the people involved. But I had no idea. I was like, you can get alcohol and drugs in prison? And the answer is yes. Like apparently to even like buy some alcohol or something would only cost you something like two packs of cigarettes back in the day. I don't <laughs> know if they still have cigarettes in prisons or whatnot. But just, it's been, don't you think it's been a fascinating ride? Just learning about no, the culture? I, I agree. It's been, it's been super interesting. And, and yeah, it is sort of like its own cultural thing. And, and, you know, I thought it was actually very interesting because, you know, 
before because she, you know, she self surrendered or whatever, and so she had done research on right. It. What is self surrender? So, somebody, so it's when you turn yourself in. It's, it's all it is, rather than having to be escorted by the police. So you just so you basically just you're, you're found go guilty to a prison. and you just say, oh you already okay, found guilty. You're found guilty and you just turn yourself in. So it's not like you go to a prison and say, hey, I did hey, this I crime. Did no, no, commit no, no, me, no, no, and they just like immediately put you and in, in this prison. In this case, she 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 pled guilty, right? And they just trusted her yeah, enough not to run out the country. Yeah, crazy. Um crazy concept I mean, it could be that, there, that, was, that there, could, there could have been bail involved who knows her thing actually was for drug running she had a lesbian girlfriend who was money involved in an international actually. drug ring right it wasn't drug right she was carrying money and um, she carried it in a bag right which is and then later it wasn't she had a whole life going on there's a crazy part in the beginning of this show we see this woman is very well put together you know, white in her thirties, blonde woman who has a whole life ahead of her, and she has his boyfriend and stuff, and his friends and family, and then she's just like, "I'm going to prison," you know, in yeah. a few days. And what a surreal feeling that must be. Yeah, yeah. And what a shock to the system as well. Like the whole something that shocked me, and I did apparently it's true as well, is that you know they would take maxi pads, right? Um, which is like the other side where you've got the tampon for women and you have the pads. And we take the pads and use them to clean up messes. I'm sure. I mean, uh, you know. You, Can you imagine you, that? That's use, so. You use whatever you got. I know, but it just feels like the system should be better in place that you don't have to make people use such unsanitary products. Not to see they're using it before they're used, but still, I think there should be better things in place for the treatment well, of people. That's too much. A, a, a lot of these things are, are yeah. Like I, Do we I think mean, the treatment of our pretty, prisoners is okay in the US or not? I, I don't think anybody yeah. thinks that. I mean, there's a lot of people that are in, in prison that, that you feel like. Shouldn't be in prison. Right. But here's the thing. I think it's this eclectic mess of all these different people have done different things. And a lot of things are terrible. And a lot of people obviously do deserve to do serve the time. Right. Right. But I just thought it was really interesting. You know. I mean, to be fair, this is a, in the show and in real life, is a minimum security prison. So, right, so also to, to speak, so, you've got so, maximum security. So, yeah, right. So, like, so maximum security, and then there's super max. So, is it if you, like, killed someone, if you're a serial yeah, killer? Exactly, exactly. So, so here's you're, the thing if you go to average prison, you're not going to be hanging out with, like, Ted Bundy level serial right, killers. Exactly. exactly. In, that's really so, interesting so, to know. So, in this show, you know, most of these, these women are in there for relatively minor offenses. Rel- relatively minor. Right. So, here's something um, interesting that I learned while doing the research. And this both applies to men and women in situations that a lot of people, because they're otherwise homeless or get in bad situations, they will actually commit crimes and, in fact, go to prison because they know they'll be taken care of, they'll have food, somewhere to sleep. And then yeah. when they get out, I actually heard oftentimes people will recommit just to go back well, in. Well, there's that scene that we that just watched Because that system becomes where their family and the takes girl, care of The girl them. was actually really scared about going out into the world and... Right, uh, and she got released, and she went, and then she really didn't have any place to go. You in could fact, imagine the, it'd be a terrifying the place thing. that she was supposed to go. They didn't want her. Yeah, and, I and remember yeah. that scene. And, 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 yeah. and, and you know, I think also, uh, you know, they develop a certain amount of family. So yeah, I think to in some extent that it is it is a better a better place for some people. Right. Let's talk about the racial stuff in it because I thought that was really interesting too. It's, it's, what is it? It's not racial. It's tribal. Tribal, right? That was a word that the girl used in the TV show specifically. But I also did the research on that because I wanted to make sure. And apparently that is a very real thing as well, where people split off into different groups or gangs specifically, usually based on uh, background, sure. right? Or, yeah. you know, the hereditary history going on there as well for them as individuals. 
uh, but it makes these like cliques. So kind of like, and of course, I grew up in England, so I always try to tell people like, when I went to high school and stuff, it was very different. There were no cliques, there were no cheerleaders or jocks or goths or groups, and everyone had to wear the same school uniform. So I never experienced growing up bullying or had any sense of that in schools. I never went through that high school thing that so many of my, especially my female friends here, tell me about and just tell me how terrible, right, that system was. But it seems like it it is developed into that, and they've adopted that within the prison systems as well. That they will have cliques and gangs. Yeah, I mean, I think groups. I think to some extent it does. Certainly, is, is portrayed as being very very high school. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. It's cafeterias and you're eating together. Another thing I thought was interesting, so there's another girl, not the girl who had written the memoir and obviously is based on Orange is the New Black. It's a separate girl on this forum and she was anonymously discussing her time in prison and she said one of the hardest things to do was for in the morning, like 7am, they had to do this call check thing where they check to make sure you're actually in your room. Right. And so she was. there was a bunk system and she was actually on the top bunk. And so she said in the freezing cold, she had to jump down in pitch dark off of a bunk, often hurt her ankles or feet in the process, just to get in for the call check at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., whatever time it was, and then immediately would try to go back to sleep. And how disruptive must that be in your brain chemistry, having to be forced out of sleep like that and have to not be able to, you know. Yes, it must be terrible to have to wake up. Don't like morning. that. Well, most people do not enjoy waking up. But if you wake up in the morning, you go about your thing, fine. But yeah. then she'd immediately try to go back to sleep. Also, a lot of people don't know this, is that there are jobs in prison that will give you actual yeah, work. Yeah, you can actually earn money. Right, and some assignments are harder than others. So I read from this one girl, she said there was like a whole event kind of wedding planning committee thing that they could join as like a hobby thing and she said that was the easiest one they did obviously when we look at the tv show the main girl does elect- electricity and electrician stuff right. and learns about that but i do think it's kind of cool that it, uh, it enables them to learn these different skill sets to well, take so with them. so i think we like to think that that prison particularly minimum security prison that there is some sort of rehabilitation component to it it's not simply taking you out of society it's taking you out of society and then somehow training you or to integrate or helping you to be to right. be better obviously we do a terrible job of it and that's, that's not looking, yeah. it, i mean it i mean the, the reality is I, I think that that prison does not serve its purpose most of the time i mean it's not a deterrent i, I not, heard you know, this i don't I mean, know it's true but a large Actually, a large percent of the population actually is in prison. Like, it's a huge number of people. It, it, yeah, the United States, we have more of our population in prison than any other nation in the world. That's crazy to me. Isn't it? Absolutely it's so, it's crazy. So, it's so bizarre. And, you know, I, I will say this, that, uh, you know, I always talk about... Uh, that capitalism is really good mm-hmm. at uh, optimizing on profits. Mm-hmm. So if you can tie profits to something, you're going to get that. If whether it's behavior or outcomes or whatever, okay, we have we have adopted a system in our country of uh, for-profit prisons, right? Where there is money to be made off of housing inmates. Yeah. And as a result, we have a lot of inmates. So do you want to know what really made me interested in watching this show specifically? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. So we obviously had an episode, an episode, an episode. We had an episode dedicated to Star Trek Voyager specifically, ah, and I see Kate Mulgrew's like right. She actually plays Janeway, the captain right. in that show. She's one of my favorite actresses. I remember this, and we were watching Picard, and you were like, "Why don't they bring Janeway back?" Well, we won't go. Uh, well, let me go where I'm going to go yeah. on this. So, when I was growing up, you know, obviously we did whole Doctor Who episode, and I really wanted John Pertwee's autograph. Never got that, but I did actually get. K 
Kate's autograph and I actually have it in it's still my house in England sitting there and I'm very proud of it and love it but apparently she and the reason I even wanted to watch this Orange is a New Black is she plays a character Captain Janeway from Star Trek Voyager plays a main character on Orange is a New Black she's like the it's captain person. of the prison yeah she is basically <laughs> the captain of the prison and she does a bad ass I was not disappointed I was kind of like oh I was a bit worried I was you know kind of like how how is this going to be and I really love her <coughs> and they actually did a fine job and she and she even like she plays Red which is the character who basically runs the kitchens for prison. You don't know this, but in fact, inmates can even be running the kitchen and they make everybody do the different jobs in the prison. Like you do a job in the prison. So that's kind of her job. But she has this beautiful Italian mafia persona. Russian, yeah. But her Russian accent is on point. Like I was so impressed with how great of a she, job she's she did as an actress. No I, every time I'm watching her, and because obviously from watching so much Voyager, her voice is ingrained into my mind. So every time she speaks, and I've always found, I'll tell you this, this is a secret for you guys on the podcast, okay? I think Russian accents are very sexy. Really? Oh, I do. I really think they're one of the sexiest accents, for both a boy or a girl. I really do like it. But... Let's as we roll into sexy things here. Let's talk about the relationships in this show and the lesbianism and the bisexuality that's displayed in it, and sometimes the extreme religious things. Like there's actually a nun in it. This stuff as well. You can have anyone from any walk of life, but I do think whether you're in male or female prison, for that matter, I do think there is a tendency because there's a lack of intimacy and touch to develop human relationships well, they, with people because you're. They definitely talk about that quite extensively. In the, in the show, that, of, yeah. you know, that, that you know, humans are meant to be in, you know, physical contact. And right, but have, we need you know, that exactly. in all and sincerity. It's a, it's a healthy and I think some of relationships in the show are actually very touching, you know. And as I myself, someone who'd grown up and I had female relationships, obviously, I, I really associated with a lot of that and really found a lot of joy, specifically in the TV show. So. You know, I would highly suggest it. Would you suggest it as a show to binge during pandemic if you've oh, not I, seen it? I, I think it's, it's very entertaining. There's no two ways about it. It's very well written. It's it's well acted, uh, and like you say, it's it's a, it's almost like a, uh, an anthropology sort of study in, in many ways because it is. There's a, a lot of it's, sociological yeah, aspect. It's there. a world that you don't normally get old, to see, it's and a it's whole shown world. In, in that sort of detail that that makes it rewarding to uh, to sort of follow along. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. So, do you with think that. it's? Do you think if you were to classify it? Would you classify it as a as a drama? Would you classify it as a comedy? I think it has elements of all of the above, right? You, because I, I will tell you that that is actually. So I, went, I was looking up some research on it as well, and mm-hmm. it was actually nominated for for like you know best writing in a comedy series. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I think sometimes it is very serious, and there are actually some. But, and but I at the same time, spoilers, it actually won some, some awards moments. in the drama category. So I think people don't quite know where to put it also. You know? But I like that. I like that you can't just label it. No. I like that it's multifaceted yeah. and there's so much complexity to it as a TV show. I like that one episode can be funny. Like the episode about the chicken, highly suggest it. Hilarious. <laughs> like the girl Red Day find this mythical chicken and we're all trying to chase it around the prison yard. Beautiful, beautifully written. And the humor in there is on point. And the actors, do, they do such a service to it in that respect as well. They really bring life to those characters and make their backstories very believable. 
I like the fact that in the show it's not just for life in the prison in the here and now, because when you think about it, it's very constricting. There is only so much you can film in the same location over and over for multiple seasons. I like that they delve into the characters' backstories, and each character has their own unique. Story to tell of you know why they're there in the first place, and some of them are like, okay, yes, you did this terrible thing, but some of them have that that beautiful justice sense in it that they were doing something to protect someone, or there was something yeah. right underlying there, despite the fact that they ended up in well, slam. I, I, you know? I mean, I think the the nice thing about the show is that it definitely it definitely shows all of these women and and some of the men, for that matter, to to be humans. Right, that it's yeah. Not, what do you think of the male roles as for prison I, they, guards? They are they are thus far, I think, not very um, not very compelling. I think as as humans, they're very they're very stereotyped. But I have you know, noticed in some instances they have tried to delve into their backstories a little bit, as yeah, well, a little bit, like their family life and stuff going on yeah, separate. But, I, but, but I, they do come across as misogynistic. Come across very, very, yeah, exactly. Which you can imagine. In fact, there's one line she has, which is like all these guys in power, and it makes them kind of like megalomaniacs, egos, and Ava Patrick because they've got all these, you know, defenseless women at their bidding. So I think in that situation, you can only imagine as a man, yeah, no, it would I mean, affect your ego. I, I, I fully believe that uh, that the stereotype are accurate and based accurate, on, yeah. on reality. And the strip I'm just saying stuff. from a from a from a show perspective, I, I don't think they've done a very a very they haven't focused too much on I think maybe know. they will because of course we're in season one. I hope as we in fact what yeah. we can do this is our we, first we can episode. Up on we it. can follow up. We can see like how we feel about it in the future and what they did wrong, what yeah. we didn't like about it. I, I am a little I am a little you know it's, it's interesting, right? Because obviously watching something after the fact, uh, you know, so so for instance I know that there's seven seasons worth. It's crazy and, and for and for her to have a a 15 month sentence. How right? are they going to? And get they've already got there? they've already gone you know oh, substantially into that. I am super curious to see right? what they do there for real. I really am curious to see where they take that. Yeah. What happens? I'm dying to know. And actually, to be fair, we are binging this as quickly as we physically can. <laughs> I think we spent most of yesterday watching it and a vast majority of today watching it. But again, I think during the pandemic, it's nice to have something to take your mind off the real world problems. And this is its own world. And their problems are, in a lot of cases, a lot worse and greater than ours. So by having that balance there, it kind of restores a bit of normalcy for me. Like I can see that and I can live vicariously through her and her problems. And it puts my problems in perspective. Like, you know, my shoes broke the other day and I was like crying on the driveway. I was like, these are my last pair of shoes. You know, and it, it kind of meant a lot to me at the time, but then watching a show, it's just like, okay, it's nothing. And it's good to have that, you know. But yes, the pandemic is bad, yeah. and a lot of us have lost our jobs and our livelihoods. But, you know, you've still got the house and the roof under your head, and you're not in that situation. The roof under my head. The roof over your head, rather. <laughs> Forgive me that. Apologies. But yeah, no, good show. No, you it, suggest it watching it for viewers? Yeah, I would. I, I think yeah. I think it's, a, it's definitely, definitely lives up to the hype. I mean, I think I think obviously it, it came came highly recommended and yeah, so there's, there's I, I, I get why a, um, people watch it. There's another movie, and you'll have to forgive me, guys. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the name of it. But I really wanted to be able to suggest it. But the point of the conversation is there's this girl in this movie, and she ends up going to a correctional facility, and she very much has that similar experience where someone makes her her wife. You know, and I would just like to say, I hope if I ever go to prison, 
that I'm pretty enough that someone wants me to be their wife. That would be, I would find that very flattering. <laughs> be and very happy careful what it. you wish for. I know, I'm not going to wish to do that. But I think there's a protection aspect too, is that your wife protects you, right? Yeah. And it's really cool. Uh, but going back to the original point in this movie, this girl actually is able to trade a currency. She's great at drawing. She's an artist. And so she draws all these portraits for her, her fellow inmates, and she's actually able to earn right. contraband kind of through it, because even something like a Twix candy bar is very valuable in the jail system. Right. You know, and I thought that part of the contraband stuff was great. So there's one great moment of Red where they... Uh, they're, they get this box, it looks like cornflakes or something, a cereal, and inside it she's got these toothbrushes. And the guy, this obnoxious guy with a moustache, he's the opposite of that. He is throwing stuff. Yeah, porn stash guy. He's throwing stuff everywhere, and he opens it up, and he finds these electronic toothbrushes. And Red, you know, see our Star Trek girl, she's like, yeah, well, what can I say? The girls here really care about their oral hygiene. But really, you know they've just got it because it vibrates, and that's an easy way to get a vibration. Is that so? Oh, yeah, 100%. How do you know this? I know. Well, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> but that's a real thing. And I thought it was so cool that they included very realistic aspects of it based on her Yeah, well, it's actually it's actually there. based on her memoir of being in the... I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'll just, I'm going to buy that book, and I'm going to read the memoir. It has really inspired me to want to check out her story. Mm. I've found it to be an amazing ride and really very deeply emotional at times like I've cried several times and I'm not even that deep into it hmm. so lord knows where it would go next you know what I mean yeah so okay so we're running out of our time here for this particular episode but what's our so what do, what do you think is going to happen so 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 here's here's I think yeah, this will yeah. be this will be an entertaining sort of okay. experiment here right yeah so you know we're, we're almost done with season one I think uh, and and there's there's six more seasons to six go. More. Well, you said so, seven seasons. Seven seasons total, right? Okay, so yeah. I want to hear from you some some predictions about the fate of, of, of various characters, where you think the show will go. Okay, and, here's and what we'll, I think. And we'll then we can we can then evaluate yeah, yeah, how is, well you did. This is great. This is that, a great. Yeah. I like this idea, and obviously you can't know the minds of writers, but I have some speculations here. The first thing I'm going to speculate, and if you don't want spoilers. Cut out now. This is time to end this particular. These podcast. could be these could be wrong spoilers. They could right. be no, but there's some real spoilers coming out which affect my prediction. So I'm on it. season one, right? So cut out now if you don't want to hear this. That's a sufficient pause. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the girl with the cornrows who was just essentially murdered. I mean, not she'd basically yeah, overdosed, she overdosed, but he was the one who put her in the thing and was supplying her the. I think it was ox. Um, it was like a Percocet, Vicodin, something or Oxy, like that, yeah. something. But she basically was taking opiates and had overdosed and died. And then he, the, the porn stash guy, prison guy, basically frames it to make her look like she'd hung herself. Right. And then what we know after that was Red was like, I want yeah, to take revenge. I think that down. guy is going to die. Yeah. And I hope he does, actually, because I don't like him. Well, they're, trying, they're the trying to frame him for, for rape at the moment. Yeah, I suspect there'll be more relationship contention with the main character and her fiance. Yeah, you know there will be some kind of breakup. Yeah, severely coming on here with, without a doubt. What I'm really interested in, though, because I'm if pretty sure truly, in real life they got married. Yeah, which even that's spoilers. Sorry. But what I really feel like strongly here is that um, if she, if the show goes on for like seven seasons, yeah, that's, that's and how long is her sentence? It's only fifteen months. Okay, something's got to happen there to make her 
stay in prison longer. Something she's going to cover for someone else or something, save them, and they're going to put time on her for doing this noble deed. That's my bad. Otherwise, the only other option I could see is they just expanded the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does move fairly slowly. Or the third option there is that they have her leaving and then they focus on other new characters coming to jail. Yeah. What do you think? What are your speculations? Well, it's a great, so great question. Right? I, I, I think I think that it ends up just. I think they just drag it out. Is what I think, right? And they do. I mean, like kind so, of like kind of like Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, the book is dragged out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're going to stretch it because I, I I'm pretty sure that I've seen uh, advertisements or something from oh, the don't, don't tell me from know. the seventh season. But the point okay. is that that, I, that there are still characters recognizable characters in it that, that so, that, so I don't think they necessarily take I mean that here's the thing if you think attack. of those days let's say how many months was it again 15 was it? 15 months how many days are in a total per month well it's different days and different months but it's a long amount of days well, yeah. and you could easily say it's one day then, per episode right well, yeah so it's like and that would stretch out seven seasons that's right and, and, and that's what they that's what they've done so far is that a lot of these I mean like the the time is moving fairly slowly like you know, there's an there's like two episodes that happen around right, so Thanksgiving. Right, we just saw Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And then, then they're just about at Christmas. They're not quite there yet. So, yeah. I so, do yeah. like, I do like, and I, this goes back to racially, I do like the accurate portrayals on both sides racially, that they do have the crazy white girls, like that religious girl, who's yeah. just like out of her mind, super Christian, Jesus-loving. Like, I find that to be a very believable stereotype. Yeah. And I enjoy watching her manic... Behavior. She's definitely my least favorite character in the show. Uh, who would you say is your favorite character? Favorite character. Like, so mine, for example, is Claudette. I really think she's great. She's like the bunk mate. Oh yeah. Her yeah, yeah. backstory, so far at least, seems amazing. And she spoilers again. She murdered a guy, as far as we know, because he was doing really terrible things to a minor. So when I saw that guy dies, like, good. That guy deserved to die. And so she's kind of like an anti-hero in her own way so I want yeah. to see what happens to her so yeah, yeah sorry I interrupted that What's no 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 so you know to be fair you know I've only been sort of wandering in and out um, but uh, as, as far as far as favorite character um, you know I mean I, I think I think the protagonist is, is, is great, great yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with her and I like what like do you think about the drug the running Mulder girlfriend well. the ex-girlfriend yeah, so, so I think I, I would like to see that that Character developed a little bit more to give Me her too. to give her a little more depth and and you know because I, mean, I think they're starting and they're, to and they're that. starting to you know yeah. they, they, you know you I loved when she got uh, locked in the laundry in the, in the, in the I've dryer, always wondered yeah. what would happen if you get locked in a dryer and there she was kind of locked in it it was like a real situation yeah. there. so do we do we know do they get the same sentence I don't know that I believe hers is a lot shorter than the other girl yeah in fact in fact there's a scene where the lesbian girlfriend is in the library and. Um, She's they're like, how long in? And she's like, a very, very long time. So I think it's a lot longer than the main protagonist in the story, actually. Okay. Because keep in mind, she was named, and again, spoilers here, she got named by the girlfriend, but thought it wasn't a girlfriend. Girlfriend insisted she'd not named her. Actually, turns out, as of last episode, she did. Great drama there. I'm really excited to see how that how that rolls on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she because she was actually part of that international drug cartel in a strong way. So it's definitely uh, definitely got a longer time. We know that much. Yeah. And again, it's probably a real person is the interesting part of that, right? I think it's kind of fascinating 
looking over it. And I think my second favourite character definitely has to be Red. And again, beyond the Star Trek Voyager stuff, I think she's just so beautifully portrayed and the backstory is very Brooklyn-based and being someone from England who doesn't like necessarily understand that culture, learning about it has been a real privilege and very exciting to kind of see how the lifestyle is different there and the accents and stuff, but that whole kind of mafioso thing and that family aspect coming into it and how she was the one kind of getting the contraband in and everyone looks at her as this mother figure, that she is like kind of a mafia mother of the prison, you know, I think it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I so, think... but you don't have a favorite character? I, 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 don't, I don't know that I do. I don't, okay, well, I don't... we can, when we go back and do the next episode I'll, I'll see if uh, see if somebody grows on me. Right, if a character appeals yeah. to you. And, and, I, and I guess what it is fundamentally is, you know, I, I'm I'm very much you know a white male looking on. That's this, what I was about know. to say. So, so I, 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 I can't feel, be like, yeah. oh, I totally relate to this, this character. Person. In fact, in fact, as I said, I find most of the you know so so the the prison guards and whatever all white males and that they're not really. I don't, I don't really relate yeah. to any of them. Either. Yeah, and I just re- and I apologize, but I just realized there's definitely a conversation that we'd be better have a girlfriend sit down with me and discuss because mm-hmm. really, as as a male watching the show, it's probably quite hard for you to understand a lot of the situation. And the last thing I want to bring up because we are definitely running out of our time now, is um, something I didn't know about until researching it, is pregnancy in jail. Yeah. But you was... can be pregnant in jail. And so something historically, like in England, a lot of times uh, girls in jails would act- actively attempt to get pregnant because if you were set to be hung or something in the 1700s, like in Harlots, that TV show on Hulu, something you could do to avoid being executed was if you were pregnant, they would stave off your execution because it was obviously morally wrong to kill an innocent unborn child was a concept there. So what's really interesting is people obviously still get pregnant today and they're in jail and you can be pregnant in jail. And this is the really inhumane part I thought of this show is that, and I did the research, this is real. Yeah. You can be pregnant, whole time in jail and you go out and then you cannot see the baby, you go back in jail. And sometimes we have a maternity kind of thing where you can kind of see the baby for the most part. It'll go back to either the father or family yeah, Otherwise, into a foster I, it, system. It, it's surprising to me that that. I can, that, yeah, that it just seems that. so cruel that we in this country would be like, okay, you can be pregnant, do that in jail, and have that trauma of being pregnant while being incarcerated. And in fact, I noticed in the episode they didn't let her leave until her contractions were one minute apart without any pain meds, nothing, yeah. no nitrous, nothing. I was like, that seems incredibly cruel. You know, as a thing yeah, to, to I, any I human being. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you like the um, Do you like the title sequence? I think mean, I like this. I like this song in it. I get wondering it's metric. You know that the you know the title sequence has a bunch of like little uh, face. Yeah, pictures. the face for lips. Actually, and those are actually real inmates. And are in you fact, serious? In fact, including the author. The, Is the that actual, true? Yeah. She's in there too? I'm yeah. now knowing that. That's really interesting so I can get to rewatch it with that in mind. Yeah. So we are at our 30-minute mark. Fabulous. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I appreciate you guys joining in for this topic. I know it's yeah, an so unusual So this going to be Orange is the New Black Part 1? And then yeah. we'll have and part seven future. later on. Yeah, it'll be way in the future. <laughs> Sometime in the distant future. As I say, future. this show has been out for many years now. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And without further ado, take care and good night. <laughs>